Luckily, we've got a coach from the ANZ Netball Premiership and a pretty darn fine one. Uh, the current champions of our domestic netball showpiece competition is, of course, the Central Pulse. And we are delighted to welcome in their head coach, uh, Yvette McCausland-Drury, on the eve of another season. Yvette, great to have you on the show. I trust you're doing well. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think, like everybody else, the pre-season seems to go on forever and ever. So nice to finally get to this pointy end and get a game. <laughs> Your pre-seasons go, what, a third of the length of the season? It's way too long, Yvette. Oh, a lot of calaver in it, but no, it's good. It's been we've had a few little injuries and some um, COVID, so actually we've really valued that little bit of extra time, and everybody's now um, yeah, available and ready to go. I know you're a forward-thinking type individual, but let me uh, 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 allow me to take you back to, to the end of last season, winning the title, and what was a a real, really fascinating year, wasn't it? There, there seemed to be. Every week, someone could beat someone. I, I think through the opening four or five weeks, most of your games were by one or two goals here or there. It was a very close run thing, but your side found great form at the back end of the competition, uh, and credit to you. So how do you, how do you reflect on last year's triumph of 2022? Yeah, look, I think at the time we actually talked about it being a little bit surreal and, and we were we were a bit of a slow burn. We certainly weren't picked and probably nothing's changed. We're not probably picked again to be near that top end. But um, I think for us, we've been really clear. Some of the learnings that we got, I, like you were saying, the competition's really tight and that's part of that point system that's, uh, you know, three for a win and then one for being five or, or under. And I think that keeps the competition competitive right through to that last round. So... We've got to make sure that we're getting points every game and not an easy thing to do, but ideally the other threes, but ideally getting ones um, if not. So I think for us, we, we learnt that we had lots of opportunities and just weren't good enough with possession. So some of our decision-making under pressure was challenged. So we've worked really hard on that and I've seen some really good maturity in our group. The bonus points system affected the top three on the table, didn't it? I think the stars slipped beyond, below your side on that. I think they had one more win. So you have to factor it in. Is it good for the game, though? Do you think overall, does it encourage the, the type is, of netball yeah. that, that's great for fans and, and, I guess, developing netballers for the next level? Yeah, I think it's good in the sense that uh, it is definitely about fan engagement as well, but it keeps teams fighting and competing through to the end. And with a three-round competition when you're playing everybody you know, three times, it means that um, if the point system was is wider, then by round two, you probably would have already known who was going to be in that top three. So I think from that perspective, it's really important that it maintains, the competition maintains its integrity right through to the end. So, yeah, it certainly worked for us anyway. But <laughs> no, we look, I look, I think it's, it makes a big difference. And when you're that close, within five, you really have been competing. So great to get a point out of it. But, um, yeah, just got to win by one to take three. Well, that means coaches have to scream every fourth quarter, even if it's lopsided, right? You keep you have to keep barking orders, Yvette, which, you, which you're pretty prone to doing, are you not? Our bench were good at that. Our be- I don't know that they hear me, to be honest, but our bench is certainly enthusiastic, so I think they came with a fair bit of energy in the back end. And um, No, look, I'm looking forward to it. It's a really even competition. There's been a lot of player movement and that's really, you know, put pressure on all of us to, to step up. And everyone's got the same goal, that they want to be in that ANZ Premiership Grand Final. So I can't wait to get started. You, you sounded like you were downplaying your uh, squad's chances. I've read elsewhere, others 
again, think your side's going to be one of the very best out there. So how much player transition have you had from the end of last season to this? Yeah, we've got, I mean, certainly we do have some stability. Seven of our, um, you know, players are, are back again uh, with, well, actually six six who were there previously. So new for us is Famu Iwani. She was with Mystics and then prior to that with the Stars. So she's a wing defence centre. She comes in to the side and our import player, jo- Joyce Invula, has uh, come over from Malawi. So, Again, that African style, that ability to have really great power and just a point of difference, and she plays both goal attack and goal shoot. But I've been also really impressed with our young ones that predominantly played in and out uh, with Central Manawa last year and were significant in that win for that team. But Amelia Wormsley, Paris Mason and Ainsleyana uh, Puliatia. So they've come such a long way, and that's been having them around the environment last season has made a big difference. Yeah, so the biggest change for, for those who will be, you know, tuning in, you know, watching or listening to last year is the combinations that you can throw at oppositions in that shooting circle. Uh, Leah Dunn, you know, moving on, um, Joyce and others coming in there. So is it like for like or yeah. completely sort of different dynamics this year in that final third? Yeah, look, I think everyone's different. I think Amelia, she's just turned 19, has really grown in her game and is definitely more of a holding shooter. So... That was something that Alia had, you know, huge strength in and her consistency at the post was absolutely phenomenal. So that's been a, a real big step up for Amelia in that space. And then with Joyce having another shooter that can play really both, um, goal attack and goal shoots, got some height, but more importantly has mobility. So that sort of has changed a little bit the way we play that back end. But the maturity of the combination in the middle we've got um, with Tiana at goal attack, at wing attack, Whitney Soonison at centre, um, Maddie Gordon. They, oh, that's what I've been really um, excited about, seeing that change in terms of their maturity around decision-making. And then at our back end, Kelly Jury, I mean, she was amazing last season, and it's uh, always hard to beat that, but we're hoping she can at least be level with that performance this season. And she teams up with Christiana Manua again. And that time together in that defensive circle makes a difference as well. So, yeah, look, I think there's some, some consistency there and there's some links but um yeah we'll, we'll be under pressure like everyone will be every game and that's stuff we thrive on so look forward to it so that's the challenge you've laid at kelly you're will be your skipper again i can only assume so i should have probably fact checked that what that she needs to be yeah, better than and, or you'd like you, 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 yeah you're setting her a challenge of being better than last year even though she was what league mvp yeah look you can always be better can't you every year i think is just <laughs> And that, for us, is the challenge. We, we want to do really well as a team, but we're also really aware it's World Cup year. And so we want to make sure that we're putting each of our individual players in a position to be considered. And that will mean for each of them just that consistency, not only week in, week out, but within the game. And too often we had lapses where we just didn't hold a consistent performance until the final, which is very rare. Uh, to be able yes. to do that and I think actually we all turned up on the same day and played incredibly well and we didn't do that all season we either had the attacks who were tuned in and the defence were tuned out or the defence were tuned in and the attacks were tuned out so um, yeah good challenge for us the consistency it sounds so simple doesn't it but it's the ultimate challenge but 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 you're so right and you, you, you've had a lot of continuity over a number of years at, at the Pulse and you were simply superb mm. in that final that was an extraordinary performance I think in 2020 was a great performance in the final. Uh, mainly it was because you mm. finally won one in 2019 after a couple of, you know, um, you know, 
you know, falling over the the, the, the last hurdle, you know, and this belief that we can win those big games. Maybe that's maybe that's yeah. innate in, in the yeah. group because you've got a winning culture, and we all know the history of the first few years. It was really challenging. So, what, why is it working now over an extended period? What do you think, you and the whole team, management team, yeah, have got right I, over a number of years? Yeah, agreed. It takes a number of people, and I think we've got a really good system of um, specialist knowledge along with a really outstanding CEO who leads our program um, really strongly. And then on top of that, the ability to retain athletes and be really clear with them about what role they're going to play within that environment so that they're settled, but at the same time, you've got a balance of internal competition. And I think, like you say, once you've been successful that helps, but we've, you know, from those early years, we can't even compare. We're able to train more consistently. In those early years, we we were very much semi-professional, and those players were all still working full time, and I was still working um, as well and teaching and driving between Palmerston North. So they are worlds apart in terms of our ability to create a performance environment that everybody lives within. Like we all live within five six minutes from the stadium. We can train uh, several times a day and get breaks in between, and I think that. That ability to have consistency of people, um, consistency of what we're about is huge. Sorry, Yvette, I've just got an issue with my mic. It wouldn't turn on. That was kind of terrifying for three seconds. But it then <laughs> it turned on, a, so I can speak. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, respect the pause. There's nothing wrong with it. Yvette, are you, are you a netball <laughs> numpty? Like, will you watch every game this weekend? Are, are you one of those ones who just has to? consume as much netball as possible or do you live in your little pulse world? I do live a little bit in my own world. I think um, particularly opening game it's as much as we know a bit about the opposition and we're aware and we've had a look at that. We know in this first round and it's going to take the whole round is we've got to be really clear about what we're going to deliver and and look really hard at ourselves first and foremost and I think everybody will be a bit that way in round one just uh, we've got enough challenges on our own without having to worry about what the opposition are going to do. They're going to do what they do, and we can't control all of that. But um, we want to be better at controlling the way we want to play, and hopefully that has the right impact. That uh, that group you're up against tomorrow at 4 o'clock, how do you rate them as far as on paper? Because it's still on, on paper. I know there's been a pre-season tournament and so on and so forth, but these early season games um, you know, can be quite tricky. Yeah, look, you look at them on paper and they've got a number of ferns in the ranks and I think w- what we know hugely about this game is if you can shoot consistently, you've got a chance. So they've got two outstanding um, shooters in that space and the third one who backs up really well. So they are extremely competitive, they're experienced, they've been around a while, their mid-quarter's been you know, around for a wee while as well. So that what they've got is some real clarity around how they play and they keep it consistent. You get consistent performances out of players, experienced players, week in, week out. So we know they'll be hugely competitive. And we've had some tight matches with them in past years. I think the, our opening match against Magic last year, we went into overtime. So they got a turnover, we got a turnover, and thankfully we ended up winning it. But they're always competitive. I think it's going to be the same with every team this season. Everybody's got strike power. Indeed. Well, we hope it's, uh, as uh, fr- from a fan's perspective, we hope it's as tight and as up and down as last year. It really was a great ride. So many tight games, mm. people in the mix, the, the point system. I'm not sure if it you know, it helped you in the stress levels, uh, Yvette, but um, 
you, you were doing us a wonderful service, and you've done us a wonderful service joining the show today. Thanks so much for dropping by. Pleasure. Pleasure. Thank you very much for your interest. Yvette McCaws and Drew from the Central Pulse, the defending champions of the ANZ Netball Premiership from last year.